Take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Here we are in our last episode in the series, The Gifts of Grace. We've been studying the higher mental faculties, spiritual gifts that we've all been given so that we may communicate with the infinite intelligence, which is everywhere present and within us, so that we can live a life we truly love. Today, we're going to be talking about a spiritual gift that is so much a part of our experience, we may not even be aware of it. It's one we're always using. And its true power is so subtle that it's easy to overlook. And yet, if you can get a handle on this, it's a small adjustment you can make that will totally change your results. The spiritual gift I'm talking about is perception. You know, you and I think with the mind of the infinite. We don't think in a box inside our head. Many of us have this impression that our thoughts are locked up inside our head privately where no one else can see them. Well, to a certain extent, that's true. Our thoughts may seem private, but actually they're displayed for all to see in the form of our results. Our results never lie about what we're thinking and what we believe deep down in our heart of hearts. We think on frequencies, and thought energy is the most powerful force in the universe. Everything you think resonates into infinity instantly. Now, mind and brain are not the same thing. Our brain is the physical instrument of the mind. It's like a switching station that can move from one frequency of thought to another. We are the only creatures on earth anyway who can consciously choose to change our thought frequency to change our perception about something. That doesn't belong to any other creature. In fact, humans are the only ones on this planet gifted with higher mental faculties. We are the highest form of creation that we know of. These gifts that we've been studying, imagination, intuition, will, memory, reason, and perception are ours alone. Just as we have five physical senses that allow us to navigate the outside world, we have these six higher faculties of mind that allow us to navigate the inner world of thoughts and feelings and which help us to shape the creative power that's moving to and through us into images that eventually become forms that we can experience with our five senses in the outer world. The thing is, we tend to be overly reliant on our five senses and therefore the appearances of the material world. But that's not surprising because that we've been taught to be. We've been taught to trust and value what's tangible and material far more than what's intangible and belongs to the unseen. And yet the unseen forces are far more powerful than the resources we normally turn to for information. We tend to look for answers out there when we actually have access to a mind that knows all things. There's the internet and then there's the infinite. 
That's the universal mind. And your mind is part and parcel of the universal mind, even though you may not realize it. And you may not believe it, which is definitely going to influence your ability to connect to it. Think about this. It's an amazing honor to be born human. When you begin to understand who you really are, you're going to fall in love with yourself because it's impossible not to. You are already perfect. You'll never be more perfect than you already are. You've been given freely the tools and faculties to create like the creator does. That's what it means to be made in the image of God. It's the same creative faculty to be able to turn light into matter consciously. That may sound like magic, but the truth is we already do this all the time anyway, mostly unconsciously. Most people don't understand their creative power. They don't realize they're turning energy into matter with every breath, that they're materializing a reality right out of their minds. They believe that their life is happening to them, that they're the victims of circumstance. I remember very well what it's like to come from a victim consciousness. And let's remember that we fall into this or we slip into it every time we believe that things are happening to us. It's not that we're just feeling sorry for ourselves, although sometimes that may be the case. Many years ago, I had a clear shot at a nice role in a new Broadway show. I had a great first audition and I could feel the positive energy in the room. They really liked me. I could feel that this fruit was ripe for the picking. I was asked to come in for a callback, and the closer I got to the callback, the more nervous I became. I couldn't seem to shake it, and every time I thought about it, I had this fear in the pit of my stomach. When I showed up for the final callback, the casting director came up to me, looked me dead in the eye, and said about the director, Claire, he's with you. Go in and get this. It should have reassured me, but all it did was send me into a further tailspin. I promptly went in and tanked in the callback, (laughs) and I could see the letdown in the director's face. He gave me a couple of chances, but I just couldn't seem to get back on track. I could feel the opportunity slipping away. And when I left the room, I felt drained and bitterly disappointed in myself. I was ashamed. And I hated myself in that moment. I couldn't understand how I'd gone from being on the verge of a breakthrough to starting back at square one. By the way, the actress who was offered the role won a Tony for it. And for years, every time I thought about how I had failed myself that day, it stabbed me in the gut with regret. All I could think was, that should have been mine. (laughs) You know why I became so nervous leading up to that callback? Because part of me knew that everything was for me. It was mine for the taking. And that the outcome of the situation depended entirely on my state of mind. I knew it was up to me. All I had to do was walk in and take what was mine. But my lens of perception was that of lack. I could only see what was missing in my life. I could only think about what I didn't have. And I created my results accordingly. Back in those days, I had no conscious dominion over my energetic state. So I was blown by every wind. I didn't understand that I could focus my thought energy, much less know how to do it. Even though I couldn't understand why, I knew I couldn't trust or rely on myself. And I was ashamed of it. So I suppressed the feelings of anxiety 
and blame the world. This is a perfect example of perception and paradigm in operation. Your perception is based on your paradigm. Now, back then, my paradigm would not allow for that kind of success. It allowed for some success, a little bit of success. And anytime I started to get more successful than usual, it would pull me right back to my comfort zone, even though consciously that wasn't what I wanted. The pattern of life I was operating from back then always sabotaged me right when I was inches from what I wanted. And I always had someone or something else to blame. The business, my hair color, the director, the weather, not thin enough, not famous enough, not pretty enough. Now, what was really going on with me back then was that unconsciously I was afraid of my power, and thus I could not allow myself to be in touch with my power. Maybe you kind of know what I'm talking about. Lots of people are afraid of their power. They're afraid of the light that they are. But it's time to let that go. This is why I'm so passionate now about helping people reconnect to their power. Because the condition of separation from your own divinity, while it's an illusion, can seem very real. And it's the most painful thing a human can experience. And I firmly believe that it's at the root of all human ills, bar none. You know what it takes to reconnect to the infinite power you have within you? A shift in perception, along with study and understanding. Back then, I lived in the vain hope that magically my circumstances would change so that I could finally be happy. It's the old refrain, once I get the right job, as soon as I make enough money, once I'm thin enough, blah, 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 then I'll be happy. Like most people, I was waiting for the outside to change first so I could change how I felt on the inside, but that's not how it works. If you really want to live the life you want, you have to wake up and start to perceive things differently. When you accept that you're creating your own results by the thoughts you hold and energize, that's when you start to move from victim consciousness to empowering yourself with a responsibility for your life and your results. Your vibration changes. Once we make that move, everything starts to change in a big way. Our job here on Earth is to make the process of creation a conscious one and to co-create with the infinite side of our nature. We as humans are uniquely positioned in the universe to be able to bring forth anything we choose. Jesus said, Know ye not that ye are gods? The human form, this miraculous body and brain we get to live in, is the only form through which a being can consciously experience the infinite within the finite. We are a divine paradox, an infinite, illuminated being of the source having an experience in a mortal body. It's like a spacesuit for your soul to play in. So how can you unlock this tremendous godlike potential that's within you? Through becoming fluent in the secret language of spirit, learning how to align with the universal laws, and developing and using your higher mental faculties to access the infinite mind, which is your mind. Now, it's important to understand that we don't see things clearly. We don't see things objectively. Our five senses are not objective. They perceive what our paradigm tells them to perceive. 
Remember, perception is based on paradigm. It's really important to understand that your paradigm has almost total control over every aspect of your life. It's your programming, and it influences your perception. Shakespeare said, nothing is either good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. This is deep wisdom. Here's a radical idea that may be new for you. Circumstances are neutral. Circumstances are neutral. This is a law. If you feel resistance to that, you're not alone. Most people do not see circumstances as neutral. They want to argue with that. We tend to see them as favorable or unfavorable to us personally, or we judge them according to moral absolutes that some things are just wrong. Why, once again, because of the paradigm we're coming from. Now, if you haven't heard me talk about paradigms before, I'm referring to a collection of habits lodged in the subconscious mind that have almost exclusive control over your behavior and your results without any conscious interference. You're not aware of your paradigms, and that's why they're running your life. And you can't escape from a prison if you don't know you're in one. Your paradigm is your operating system. It was installed in your subconscious mind when you were a baby, and you couldn't do anything about it. It determines how much good you'll allow in your life. The good news is you can move from limiting paradigms to expansive paradigms. You can change your beliefs to be in alignment with the law, and then life gets a whole lot easier and more fun. We react to things according to our paradigms and judge them as good or bad based on our programming. But the minute we judge a situation as bad or unfavorable, we've actually lost something. We've lost the opportunity to get the gift in that situation. Now, think into your own life. Have you ever had something happen to you that you labeled as bad, but it actually ended up being the best thing that could have happened to you? The law of polarity is part of the experience of life in three dimensions. We live in a polarized state by the nature of our magnetic field. So we're always going to experience polarity. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a bigger picture through our higher faculty of perception, we can realize a higher truth. Yes, things are good, bad, up, down, hot, cold, depending on your perception. And things are also neutral at the same time. Things simply are. It's our point of view, our perception that overlays a judgment based on our conditioning and polarizes the field. But here's what's really interesting. When an event occurs and your paradigm causes you to perceive it as bad, let's say really bad, you have an opportunity to flip to the other polarity and receive something good, really good, from the experience. The worse it is, the better potential experience you can glean from it. The worse it is in your perception, the greater the the potential upside for you if you're willing to look. Understand that if you will open your perception around the event and look for the good, you will receive it because there's always good in it because God is good all the time. Just in case you're wondering, it's possible to go the other way too. Not that you'd want to, but people still do it all the time. Some people just want to be miserable. There's an old joke in show business. How do you make an actor miserable? Give him a job. 
(laughs) In other words, some people are in the habit of complaining, and if something good happens, they'll find a way to look for the bad side of it, too. The truth is nothing's bad unless you think it's bad. Through your higher gift of perception, you can enter a space of mind that transcends the polarities of good, bad, right, wrong, that accepts the facts without judgment. Things are. The power of your higher gift of perception is that you have the ability to change your point of view. It's not the thing itself which is good or bad or right or wrong. It's your perception of things that makes it so. And that perception is based on your paradigm. Wayne Dyer famously said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Next time you're tempted to say that something's bad, push the pause button and wait a few days. Defer your judgment of the situation. Let's say you lose your job and your first instinct is to panic. Push the pause button and make an appointment with that feeling in your calendar three days away. During that time, look for every possible good there might be in losing your job. And don't let yourself off the hook. There is good in every situation, potentially. Keep a running list for every possible good that could come from it. If you do this, you will not need to keep your appointment with panic because you'll be on a different frequency and you'll see the absurdity of panicking. You'll have opened yourself up to the opportunities in the situation and there is an opportunity in every situation. It's the law. If you panic, you'll lose the opportunity and probably make things worse for yourself. Perception, the ability to choose how you're going to view something, is the last and eternal freedom, as Viktor Frankl said. Nobody can take that from you, no matter what happens. Here's a practice to help you develop your power of perception so you can start to see things differently. You'll need a compass for this exercise. Take any challenge you're facing at the present time. Write it on a piece of paper and put it on a surface in the center of the room you're in. Using your compass, find the south. Move to the south of the paper with your problem on it. Sit to the south of it and look at it. Keep paper and pen handy for yourself. Take a few deep breaths and generate state. Ask yourself, how can I solve this problem? Know that the answer's already there. Actually, it's already here right now. Because it's the law that there's an answer to every question, a solution to every problem, and a path to every dream. The answer comes with the question. The solution comes with the problem. The fact that you can ask the question means the answer's already there. The fact that you can dream up a vision for your life means there's a path to your dream, even if you can't see it. The mind you dreamed it up in knows the way, even if you don't. Repeat this out loud to yourself. There is a solution. The infinite in me knows how to solve this. I am now open and receptive to ideas, insights, and solutions. And let the ideas start to flow to you. Write down whatever comes without judgment, no censoring. When the flow of ideas stops, physically move to the north side of the paper and ask the question again. Be open to ideas. Whatever comes to you, no matter how silly, write it down, no censoring. Then physically move to the west side of the paper, ask, receive, write things down. And then move to the east side of the paper, ask, receive, and write things down. Once you've finished, 
Look at everything you've written down and say to yourself, these and lots of other ways I'm not aware of are all possible solutions to this problem. Then look at your list and circle the solutions that seem to have the most electricity around them. Then schedule an action step in your calendar around those items and follow through with action. The reason we move through the four directions for this exercise is because our brain and our consciousness are affected by the Earth's electromagnetic field. Facing a different direction has an influence on what you receive from the infinite intelligence. Moving through the four directions and facing a different way each time literally give us a new perspective on any situation, not only in our field of vision by what we see, but in our perception. Know that it's your perception that tells you you can't solve a problem. Perception is based on paradigm. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry Ford said that. Someone else looking at the problem from another perspective might see the answer right away. We can never solve a problem at the same level of thinking that created the problem. The answer is not on the same frequency as the problem. We have to elevate ourselves. In other words, elevate our frequency. That's how we get on the frequency for solutions. It's just like when you hike up a mountain and you naturally get a new perspective. It shifts our perception. We can see the patterns that aren't apparent from the ground. Learning how to properly use your higher gift of perception gives you an enormous spiritual leverage. It's called the butterfly effect. Tiny changes in initial conditions can have an enormous effect on results. Simply shifting your point of view can change your whole life. Thank you for joining me in the grace space, where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.